What do women want to be coached in? We asked this question and here's what answers we got from our amazing community, the feminine community that is a sacred circle of awakened women who are devoted to the feminine practice and consciously part of the feminine journey. And we're totally inviting you to be part of our sacred circle. So hop into thefeminine.com before you even know who we are and join the circle. And for those of you who don't know me, I'm Juana and uh, I'm your host on this podcast, the Feminine Uncut podcast. And I'm a life coach and the founder of a beautiful, awakened, spiritual, feminine platform that's connected to supporting women all over the world to trust their voices, follow their heart and really express who they are full bloom as women. And, you know, we did a survey and 25% of the women in our community responded that in 2019, they really want to learn more about divine gifts and I would say divine career (laughs) and uh, how to make your career divine. And 25% want to learn more about the feminine daily practices and about healthy relationships, 50%. 12% want to go deeper into their intuition and spiritual guidance. And 12% just want to explore more the secrets of passion and sexuality. So, you know, we had a lot of work to do coming this year and um, hope we're going to stay on track with everything. But for now, let's give Caesar what belongs to Caesar and open our 25th anniversary episode to the winner, which is Divine Gifts and Career. The Feminine platform, thefeminine.com, is my coaching method for those who don't know us. And I've been a coach for many years. And for the last seven, eight years, I really made a shift and devoted my life to the feminine journey and empowering women. And this platform really brings together all my tried and used practices, exercises, and, you know, body of work that empowers women to live sacredly while living a modern life. And we have many valuable things to share on our platform. So follow our website, thefeminine.com. Follow us on Instagram, World of the Feminine. Follow us through the podcast. Please share and comment as much as you can and as much as you feel drawn to because we really appreciate your comments. And browse through our articles and really start the journey. And we have a beautiful meditation you can hop in and enjoy. It's called Sacred Space Meditation because here at The Feminine, we believe that everything comes through the heart and the heart is the first opening portal into our feminine journey. So today on the podcast, we're really looking at divine gifts and divine careers, meaning careers that are lived in alignment with the soul, in alignment with who we truly are on a deep core level. And how can we bring this expression of our deepest self in a society that's governed by chaos and by anxiety and by competition, where we don't really feel, you know, welcome in our true gifts and in our feminine radiance. And I think, you know, we're going to tap into that. And the questions we've prepared for today are really powerful and poignant. And I want to really acknowledge and thank our community for these amazing insights. And we'll definitely do two episodes of uh, Divine Career and Gifts because we received a lot of questions and I think each one of them deserves our full attention. And of course, I have my partner in crime here with me as always and uh, Joanna is fully prepared and very serious as we speak. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I'm scared, not serious. Oh my God, why are you scared? Of? This topic is tough. 
this topic is tough. I think it's tougher than the ones related to sexuality. I thought sexuality was difficult, but no, career is even more difficult. <laughs> I asked for help because my ex-journalist career was uh, shattering down in front of such a complicated topic. So I asked uh, our uh, community to help me challenge you with uh, questions. And uh, I was really intentional when I asked them to make this contribution and they really, they took me by surprise. I knew they were strong, but the questions are really, in fact, there are more than questions. There are really beautiful and insightful life stories in here. And uh, I, I thought because uh, when you saw how many questions we received, you said from the very beginning, we have to do two episodes on this because uh, it's a lot to to be said. And I, wa I want to start small by really trying to explain what, for example, what divine gifts are. I want to really take this concept out of the fairy tale land because what I noticed from the feedback we received is that we really don't trust anymore this concept and we really think it's something only small girls relate to and really growing and having a career based on your gifts, on our gifts in our modern world seems something you cannot really do Can I stop you there? Because I, I want to really explain why is this occurring, this the way it is. Yeah, please. This was in fact my Because first question. I think, question. you know, like rather than trying to become an expert uh, and giving advice, which I hate to do, I'm not an expert and I don't give advice, you know. One of the things I've experienced in myself and in my own personal journey with my career and also I can see it in my students and I can see it, you know, in a number of people is this cut-off, castrating, suppressed experience of either, you know, having a shy connection with your gifts and daydreaming that maybe somewhere, someday, you'll be the shining Cinderella, you know? Mm -hmm. And while your daily life looks like a rigid, uh, boring, uh, not appealing uh, type of job where you're struggling, and how do you connect the two worlds so that you experience fulfillment. And uh, I did that, I connected my two worlds. And I'm going to share a little bit of my journey, but beyond my journey, which can be an insight into how you can navigate through these important steps, I think one of the things that we need to understand is why is this happening? Yeah. And this is happening because there's a rite of passage that's missing. In our modern world. In our modern world. And the rite of passage is cutting off our childhood and adolescent energy to our adult energy. So our gifts get trapped and stay trapped in our childhood energy. And they're not met by an adult rational self that takes that little part of us that's very sensitive. It's a childish, fragile, sensitive part of who we are, our gift. And he needs to be matured. And we don't parent that part of us and we don't parent our gift and turn it into a mature version. So then we're split in two. 
were left in childhood, like Peter Pan. Yes, we can fly in our daydreaming, you know, in our childhood energy, we can fly, but we don't know how to fly in real world. We don't know how to link the journey of our passion for flying with actually becoming a pilot, earning money and taking care of our family by piloting a real plane that can transport people from one continent to another, but also, you know, has the charge and the accountability to not kill those people, <laughs> which is a very serious, mature experience. So because this rite of passage is missing, we do not know how to link these two experiences. That's why we end up frustrated adults, because we don't have the capacity to create our own reality with that that's centered in our divine gift. And what divine gift really means is really our soul imprint that is able to express itself in our body and in this lifetime. And it can take many different talents and capacities, but really it, it is an alive energy that's coming from our soul and it's, you know, our mind aligns to that soul frequency and it's bringing uh, itself into the body and into our life and it's get expressed through whatever craft or trade or, you know, capacity we have. Recently, we signed up for the B-School and we we're very excited about it. And we were looking at Mary Forleo, who's doing the B-School. And she was sharing about her struggle at the beginning of her career by being this Da Vinci character, you know, multidimensional. Many, many passions. Many and passions. And everybody, she was feeling like a freak because she was having these many passions. And people were saying, you have to have only one and be a mastered one. And she didn't know how to link all those passions. I've experienced the same thing, you know, because we fundamentally, when we connect with our divine self, we're multidimensional beings. Leonardo da Vinci wasn't fooling around. He was tapping into the experience we can live as human beings when we are connected to our soul. So in a way, retapping and realigning and reconnecting with our divine gifts also means bring ourselves in alignment with our soul and come back home come back into our own wholeness. And how do you match the wholeness? I mean, how can you know what are your divine gifts? For example, we received a, a question from Anka. It's very long, but I'm gonna read some paragraphs because I think you can go further starting from her story. She says, when I was little, I wanted to become a teacher, a schoolmistress, but also an artist, a singer or an actress. However, that didn't happen, and I ended up working in an IT company. As a child, I was somehow free and felt natural to sing or play, but along the way I was growing this diminished and almost disappeared. Also, I always thought I lack completely the creativity and that I am only good at learning exact things that require rationality. I like my job, but sometimes, especially on difficult and stressful periods, I'm really wondering what are my divine gifts and looking back at what I loved once to become like a schoolmistress, I am thinking if eventually there is something else that I can do with true passion. And she tells the story further on and then asks the question. A real question would be how to find or identify what is our divine gift. And uh, her uh, issue is that 
one how you identify the gift and second if you identify it can you really be sure you can make a living out of it no you can't be sure of anything in this world so that's even a childlike expectation that my divine gift will be strong enough to fight a, a world where donald trump is president <laughs> i'm sorry but really that's the reality we're in he's the president of the most powerful country in the world and if you look at his presidency it's not a context for people who are connected to their soul in any way so how can you match that well you can't match it unless you trust yourself but trusting yourself also requires understanding that you have to grow up inside of your own connection with your divine gift to become a mature gift and to see if that gift will really carry the day for you. I know that when you're connected with your divine gift, you feel natural. Mm -hmm. And tiredness or challenge does not come to you. You have an inner passion. You have an energy that you don't have in any other moment. Like when you're in love. Mm -hmm. Suddenly when you're in love, you're braver than you've ever been and you're stronger than you've ever been. Why? Because the energy of love infuses your whole being and it gives you that extra edge. That's the same with the divine gift. If you really look into it and tune in with it, you will feel natural. You will feel playful. You will feel like a childlike again. So that's the divine gift. And I think one of the ways that people, you know, don't experience or don't trust their connection with their divine gifts is because they immediately allow the mind to come into the experience and the mind will tell you this. So how are you going to make money out of it? And I think this is the second stage of the process. And you need to focus on the first and really get the first complete before you even put that question in a real grounded way on the table. So first and foremost, to connect with your divine gifts, you need to create a space in your heart where you're willing to nourish and nurture that vulnerable part of you, regardless of whether you're connected with it or not, needs time, space and patience and a true sacred listening to show up and tell you, guide you. Because it's the most fragile childlike experience. And we've been growing up in this very rational scattered environment that our parents have brought which disconnected us from our divine self disconnected us from our childlike nature disconnected us from play and creativity and enthusiasm so bringing back that connection requires healing requires you taking a stand on behalf of your own inner child and on behalf of his gifts and saying i want to see you i want to touch you i want to know your magic and i'm not gonna try to burden you with the task of giving me a wealthy, happy life as an adult. I'm just going to be there looking for the wonder. So show me the wonder and trust that I will connect with the wonder and protect your wonder, your inner child, my inner child wonder, right? That's the first step. And you need to cultivate that connection and infuse that connection with love and really look into it and Allow the shy little child in you to show up and teach you. Don't expect that that's enough to turn it into a craft or a trade or a career, right? 
And once that connection is established, do what normally any parent would do. If you really want to make a living out of that, go to school. <laughs> Basically, simple. Go to school and mature that gift. I mean, it's like a training. You have you have the gift, but you have to put 99% effort to take it from exactly. just being talented to being really and performing in that exactly. field. I was listening to you and I'm almost scared because when I was reading Anka's question, I thought, what was my, what did I like to do when I was a kid? Because during my whole adult life, I I was sure and I still am sure that one of my gifts is writing. I don't know exactly what, just writing. But when I was small, I wanted to be a spy. I swear to God that I wanted to be a spy. I didn't even know the concept of being a spy. I mean, I related to Sherlock Holmes as my first uh, investigative soul character. And then growing up, I connected a lot to spy characters from movies and books. But in the same time, I know that in the real life, I couldn't be a spy because I'm my character is too rebel for actually fitting in a system where you should be a real spy working for the CIA or I don't know what system. How can I match this? Because it's really obvious that a lot of things I do very well connect with the observing capacity and with the capacity to, uh, to dive deep and analyze everything because that's what a spy does. And I now realize that that's a gift. Mm-hmm. But I can't be a spy because I won't fit in a system. No, you can become a spy if you go to school and learn the spy trade. knowledge, <laughs> trade, craft. But that's a life choice you have to make. Be accountable for the training and the success of that training and implementation of that training. And that's the only way you can turn into a real adult spy that can earn money with it. Uh-huh. And now you're you're left with the choice of either going with that flow or not. And you're consciously choosing not to because that real mature lifestyle doesn't really fit with you and fulfill you all the way. Mm-hmm. Which is different than saying, you know, I have a gift, but the lifestyle that gift uh, gives me is not working for me because you're invalidating your gift when you're saying that. And you're not giving access to the energy of the gift to be expressed. For example, I had the same problem. I found out in my healing process at some point that I'm a painter. And I never knew I could paint before mm-hmm. that, which is, was shocking because it took me 27 years to figure out that I'm an amazing painter. And I'm still suppressed in my painting capacity, but that's one of my divine gifts. Now, I've spent my whole life coaching people. I'm I'm really competent at what I do, even masterful, I could say, without bragging. And (laughs) a little (laughs) bragging, but, you know, what the hell. The results can prove it. And for me to really become a painter, fully-pledged painter, and, you know, have a lifestyle as a painter, well, it will take me 25 more years to become masterful in painting. What will I support myself with this 25 years span. So is it really authentically a lifestyle that I can choose 
No, because I need more structure than an artist's life. <laughs> and that's also part of another divine gift that I have because you can have many. Uh-huh. Right? So am I choosing to become a painter after being successful already in, an, in another career? No, because that would be irrational, irresponsible and insane. Can I bring my painting energy and my artist energy and my divine gift as a painter to my business, to my project, to my coaching practice? Hell I can. Sure I can. Yes, I will. Why? Because it will, it will, it will help me move through burnout. It will help me move through the difficult periods that I'm having in my projects and in my career. And I innovate in a field. And innovate. Taking a method and blending it with another yes. method can create something because new. Because behind being, being a painter, I'm actually an artist. And the moment I, I accepted I'm an artist, I brought the artistry to what I do. And another amazing, uh, you know, trade or capacity or talent just popped in, birthed out of the sudden, which was filmmaking. And I suddenly was able to bring in my project filmmaking talent, which I never thought I had, which I absolutely adore and love and gets me hot at four o'clock in the morning. And I hate to wake up at four o'clock in the morning. And, you know, it's just that... That's my nightmare. <laughs> that passion of yours is my nightmare. <laughs> yeah, it's Rihanna's nightmare because now we're into filmmaking as part of the project. But I just brought that artist point of view and coloring, you know, the whole thing, the whole artist perspective from the paintbrush to the video. And all of a sudden, I'm a painter in real life, in my business project, in my coaching career, without having to sacrifice anything that I've already learned to master and become good at and make money with. And I'm balanced. I'm in the flow. I'm naturally connected and aligned with all my gifts, not just one of them. So it's rather the question is, and I know it's the same with Anka because she's a schoolmistress. She can either take it as a hobby and do it as part of a passion. And if the passion is strong enough and she has space and energy for it, it can even turn into a paid hobby. So maybe in her case, the question would not be how to give up my career in IT and start teaching, but how to, why not become teach kids how to code? And this is how you can bring together your capacity for technology and coding to being a teacher and teaching others how to do that. Yes. And in my case, how I can use my skills, my investigative and analytical skills to grow business. Yes. Oh my God. It can, you can even earn money. I've, I've seen it on Fiverr, which is not a dating site for those who don't know. It's an actual freelancing site for people who want different services. And, you know, investigative journalism, it's paid pretty well, a hundred bucks per hour, so you can make a living. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> you know. know. As a hobby. No, I'm joking, yeah. but, you know, ask for a raise at the feminine <laughs> <laughs> and generate your own income because you're an entrepreneur, so nobody's paying you anything. <laughs> and, you know, it's just like that. Bring your passion, your divine gift to everything you're doing. Be creative. Think out of the box. Because what you were looking for is the feeling and the experience of expressing that divine gift. You're not looking for a paid job out of it. You're not even looking for a full-time job out of it as a mature conversation. You're looking to express yourself as your divine gift. Whether it will take you somewhere more responsible than that, 
that's fine. One of my divine gifts is my coaching capacity and I've had it ever since I was three. You know, I've been the therapist of my parents. Thank God for them. They really educated me well. Sad joke. But, you know, that's my divine gift. And it's also my mission. And I've learned how to make it a trade and how to make it a craft and how to turn it into a career. But it took me 10 years of school training. And then five, seven more of actually, you know, implementing what I've learned to really be a successful coach on all levels. So you can't do that without training. I think this is very important and I'm happy we we cleared this up from the beginning because many of the questions we received come from people who struggle between having, and they know they have a passion, but they are absolutely sure they cannot make a living out of that passion. And now what you're saying is that you don't really have to make a living really from that, but bring the gifts to what actually you're very good at doing and brings you money. And you can, that's like a limitive construct. Yes, you can earn money and be successful. Are you willing to take the time and the effort that's going to take you to actually become that person who's being able to generate that level of craft and money and success through that divine gift? Because it takes 10 years to become competent in something. So you can do anything on this planet until you die. But are you willing to put in the effort for it? And if not, just enjoy your gift and bring it to other things you're good at and experience the inner balance that it's bringing. Yeah, that's easy and it would be a very good option. But many people are really genuinely frustrated with their daily jobs. And I think those are the people who really have to shift something. Well, yeah, shift the job. Do something you really like. Because if you're really frustrated about the job, you know, you have to look at, am I really using all that I am in this job or am I playing small? Is this job keeping me small? Is this job not acknowledging my talents and my intelligence and my craft? Is this job not a healthy context for me? Because there are many other factors why you feel miserable at the job. Yeah, not the job in Not your divine gifts that you can or cannot use. So change the job. Change the boss. Move to a healthier context. And do not engage with the conversation that that's not possible because it would be an outrageous limiting belief. Which takes me back to a question coming from Diana. When I was little, I was good at math and all the rational subjects, maybe as an unconscious attempt to balance an overwhelming, dramatic environment at home. Now I work as a software developer. The thing is, although I am very good at it, she acknowledges she's good at it, there is something missing, she says. I feel that I have a creative power inside me. I love to handcraft small things for my dear ones. I love to find creative solutions to many problems. But, pam pam, I'm scared of changing my career. I'm afraid to take a leap of faith and start a career that would use more my creativity, my feminine self, but I'm scared because of the financial security, etc. What do you recommend in these kind of situations? 
the first weekend you're free or the first holiday you're free, negotiate with your partner to give yourself space from the family to really devote to your handcrafting. Start small. Give yourself the attention and the energy and the love that's required to actually create some beautiful products. Sell them, see that it works, see how much you can take out of it and see if you can do it as a hobby, as a side job or even as a business in itself. It will take you some time, but you're on your, you know, you're on the move. You're you're living your dream. I think this feeling of being afraid generally comes from this mindset we have of seeing everything in black or white. It's either I struggle with my job, my boss, my etc. or I give up and I die of hunger because I have no money to sustain myself. And that's a very childlike way of looking at life or in that area. So the childlike energy in us is black or white. It doesn't know shades of gray. So whenever you're experiencing this overwhelming fear and this black and white scenario, know that you are coming from your inner child energy. The child doesn't know how to balance balance and contain the energy step by step. That's the mature process. That's the school that's missing. He's missing the school training. When you go to school, you learn step by step something. Nobody's throwing you into a craft that you'd be able to do after four years of training. If you go to, to medical school, for example, nobody's putting you in the surgery room to cut on people the first day you go to school. No, it takes you five years to even get close to entering that room. Why? Because you need to learn it step by step. That's the same with putting your hobby into, into the test of reality and see if it carries the day. You have to take it step by step. So the fear is just an overwhelming emotion of your inner child that's blocking you from starting, from being on the path of fulfilling and figuring out if your divine gift can become your day job. So breathe with the fear and look for the balance point, which is the gray point, you know, not the black, not the white scenario, and really start from there. So the virtues of patience and the practice of breathing can change the scenario. And the courage to start. Because if you look from the observer point of view, that fear is just blocking your actions. You're not taking any action. You're just wanting, wishing and complaining. You have a saying, you have to take action even if you're scared. Yes. (laughs) When people ask you, oh, okay, but I can't do that because I'm scared. I know you're scared, but you have to take action in spite of being scared. Yes, because being brave doesn't cancel the fear. Being brave means you are afraid, but you're taking action even if you are afraid. We have many other questions like how to balance family and career without losing myself or how to win at the game without compromising my lifestyle. Or how can I get the courage to name the true value out of my work? But I think if we address these topics, we getting on another side of the issue. So until the next episode, when we are going to address this more feminine capacity of balancing life and career, which is a real issue for many women, I would like you to give us a small feminine practice that will help us get through the the patience of just staying there in the gray zone until you see the light. Mm -hmm. I think very important for us women is to understand that our divine gifts are a little fragile 
in need of deep love children inside of us little inner children inner girls and they need a mother they need a mother who's patient loving supportive who says to her little girl you're amazing you'll do wonders one day keep playing keep doing keep showing me how great you are how wonderful you are i want to know let's play together and really take it into a sacred space of your heart from the mother energy invoke the mother energy mm-hmm. and put it into into action and put it to work for you and for that inner girl part of you who carries your divine gift and whether your inner girl is shy or she's wounded or she needs validation or she just needs to be let out to play give that to her give it without expectation give it without asking her to prove you something give it without giving her an assignment about it just love that inner girl part of you and let it blossom into something you and her can trust no matter the circumstances and that's a very solid growth step into you learning about your divine gift and expressing your divine gift into the world i will do that and uh, i will encourage my inner girl to play the spy <laughs> telling her that that's an awesome that's an awesome game okay thank you wana and um, we're taking some time off until we record the next episode so send us your questions if you have on divine gifts and career and i will challenge wana with them great amazing beautiful voices were going to be birthed out of this podcast that's my intention and i hope uh, you're going to play along thank you very much for your sharing and your comments and your questions and uh, see you next episode bye bye